Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Hello, my name is Allison Bobbitt, and I'm here with my husband, Mike Hey, Bobbitt. hey, hey, shh, shh, do you hear that? No. Listen, you don't hear that? No, what? It sounds like bottles clanking together. <laughs> no. Look. It's not. I think I hear David Patrick Kelly. No. <laughs> we could. He's from Michigan. I don't. Listen. Shh, shh. That's scary. No, I don't hear anything. How can you not hear that? I hear nothing. It's getting louder. This kind of. Oh, you can hear it now. Like a little. I'm the one who needs hearing aids, and you can only hear it a little. A little. You made me watch. Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something I didn't like. Next time we'll watch something I like, but I can't believe you made me watch. This is You Made Me Watch. And Mike, this week, you made me watch The Warriors. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. And, uh, <sighs> yeah, this came out, uh, well, a little behind the scenes, because I don't know how seamless I'm going to make this. We had a recording malfunction with the first 10 minutes of this episode, so we're re-recording that maybe a month later. Yeah. So hopefully it will be seamless and no one will ever be able to tell where the edit happened. Yes. We'll see. Uh, so The Warriors came out in 1979, the same time as the movie The Wanderers, which was also about gangs, but that... uh takes place in the 1950s mm-hmm. and uh uh both movies cost about the same amount of money to make and both mm-hmm. made about the same amount of money you were telling me that meg and gordon <laughs> our friends that joined us on the yes. podcast uh previously really like this movie they do ironically or um i think they actually enjoy it I was like, which part do you like? Do you like <laughs> the mime gang or do I you believe like you mean the baseball furies? <laughs> do you like the baseball clown gang or baseball furies? Do you like the roller skating farmers or <laughs> which Now ones? you're just making stuff up. <laughs> Listen, there was a roller skating guy with overalls on. So yeah, but he could have been in uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. For all, oh my you God. Know. <laughs> I just loved the beginning when all the gangs are coming together. And I was like, these just look like a bunch of theater troops coming together. <laughs> um, oh, but- you didn't know this was a sequel to West Side Story? <laughs> it was ridiculous. You know, New York in the 70s 
was a very scary place. And uh, there kids. were a lot of like real life gangs. Did you like anything about this movie? I mean, I was entertained the entire time. Okay, good. It is not what I would call a good movie. <laughs> um, It was really dumb in my opinion, but I mean, I was certainly entertained. Well, let's do, uh, since you've already made fun of <laughs> the looks of all the gangs. Um, um, you saw if, them, right? Like you used your eyes and saw them. Yeah, but I also saw them when I was a small child. This came out when I was seven years old. So I've been familiar with it from seeing the advertising since I was seven mm -hmm. years old. So to a seven-year-old, the baseball furies look badass. Okay, but you also saw them as an adult, right? Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> I, I think uh, a lot of... You know, Memba Berries. <laughs> factor, <laughs> Memba Berries, yeah. Factor into fair, it. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, there are definitely parts of the movie that don't hold up. You know, uh, James Remar using a lot of language that you only mm. use in private. Oh, and my God. <laughs> How dare you? So if you had a gang, what would your gang, if you had a, a Warriors type uh Warriors the movie, not Warriors the gang. If you had a gang in this movie, what would your gang be called and what would your angle be? I think we would be called the Itty Bitty Kitty Committee and we just carry around kittens and uh -huh. we just put them on you and you know they have those little needly claws. They uh -huh. just make muffins on you and just stab you to death with those little with those little needle claws. So you'd just be needled to death by adorable kittens. Would you be sort of like the Lizzie's and be an all-female gang? Absolutely we okay. would be. We just wear bathrobes with a lot of pockets on them. <laughs> true crime t-shirts. Yeah, with true crime t-shirts on underneath. Uh -huh. <laughs> we'd <be> Crocs. Like, <laughs> Crocs, and we'd be like, have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> Check out this TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this, like, my first instinct was, well, of course I would be some sort of Star Wars theme gang. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, no, that's too on the nose for me. I would want to do something very New York. And I, I think one of the biggest institutions of New York, in my mind, mm -hmm. is Saturday Night Live. So if I had a gang, we would be the church ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just being in the subway, you and your itty bitty kitty committee <laughs> yes. cat ladies with your small kittens? With my small kittens. And all of a sudden, you just see coming down the stairs on either side of you a bunch of guys. Just a bunch of guys dressed like old ladies. Uh huh. <laughs> and then that special. Yep. We get to the bottom when they're like, well, isn't that special? Just like, aren't you supposed to be at some parish hall talking about who's a whore? <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of trivia about the movie. Uh, Tom G. Waits, uh, his character uh, is supposed to be the lead in the movie. He's the, the second warrior who gets killed by unceremoniously being thrown okay. in front of the subway. 
and then them not referencing him again. That was so weird. Yeah, he was cast as the lead because he had so much heat behind him at the time, where people were saying that he has like the charisma of, uh, and it, like so much charisma, and he was going to be the next Marlon Brando. Which mm-hmm. you know, I know that Walter Hill kind of edited this movie to maybe not highlight how a, a, anything that Tom G. Waits could bring to the role but um mm. i don't see it and his later no. career after this movie doesn't really show that he was going to be the next marlon brando yeah certainly not but apparently uh walter hill the director told the stunt coordinator he's like listen i can't stand this fucker we need him out of the movie can you come up with any ideas and the stunt coordinator said well we got this one guy who kind of looks like him from behind. We can just dress him up in a warrior costume and throw him in front of a subway and just not mention him again. So uh, that's oh that's why his characters, who's kind of like the leader of the gang, yes. you know, de facto leader after the main leader is, you know. That's so crazy. Uh-huh. Everyone is asking about everyone else throughout the entire movie like hey what happened to this guy hey what happened to this guy oh we got to go back for this guy except him uh-huh. <laughs> like nobody asked about him i'm like did they forget and i guess they just were like <laughs> eh. yeah whatever like he's killed it's not even like he gets arrested or like runs right. off like and they like see him get killed yes yeah to walter hill's credit at least he didn't have a line about like well, fuck him. He was a dick. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> True. True. Um, yeah, that was ugh, that was bonkers. I'm like, does he die? Does he yeah. just get run over by the train? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> that's so, so weird. Yeah, that's why they end up uh, having uh, the other guy be the leading man. And they have the love story. And I say that very loosely. Mm-hmm. Love story with him. What do you think of the love story? The the angry bunny angry bunny <laughs> love story yeah um not Clear- a fan i'll tell you what <laughs> clearly written and acted by people who have never experienced love firsthand i don't know it's super awesome watching a guy be like you're a whore give me a kiss yeah. no you're a whore i love you let's hold hands on the beach yep <laughs> like, what the fuck yeah Oh, let's start this relationship with me saying I'm going to rape you. <laughs> let's, I'm going to rape you. You're a slut. And then she's like, look, I like to have sex. He's like, you're a fucking whore. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, you like to have sex. He's like, yeah, but I'm, I'm a guy. I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. It's fine if I do it. Her character's name is Mercy, mm-hmm. which I felt like you were calling Mercy throughout the movie. <laughs> a little bit. You know, for a movie this iconic, a lot of the people didn't really go on to do bigger things. James Remar, who plays the super homophobic warrior, mm-hmm. Ajax, probably had the biggest career. Yes, yeah. Um, of the warrior characters, uh, it, Mercedes Rule mm-hmm. uh, plays a policewoman in it. Yes, and she fucking... It actually it is kind of nice because he sees her like sitting in the park and he goes up to her and he's like, hey, like, are you OK? Because she seems like. Yeah, she's a pretty lady yeah. in the park in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, hey, are you OK? Like, do you need somebody to walk you home? And she's like, no, I'm fine. So he sits with her and 
they start to like make out and he gets really aggressive with her and she's like stop it and he's like no i like it and he's clearly like about to be like he's probably gonna rape her oh yeah 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 and uh she slaps cuffs on him and handcuffs him to the bench and then calls her back up and he's like let me go like don't do this to me like you fucking bitch and it's like no dude you deserve this right and yeah. he's like literally whining and crying that he's getting arrested for attempted rape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, and then one of the other breakouts, uh, Lynn Thigpen, who mm-hmm. plays the DJ. Uh, most people about your age would probably know her best as the chief from the uh, Where in the World is, the, is Carmen Sandiego series. But she, uh, character actor, played a lot of judges and DAs and that type of, uh, like, no-nonsense, uh, yeah. tough, older black woman type roles. Uh, she unfortunately died in 2003. Yeah. She was only 54 years old. And um, she had a cerebral hemorrhage. Yeah, and, she died um, really young. Yeah, it, it's a shame because she... Um, uh, her final film was Anger Management. It was dedicated mm-hmm. to her uh, honor, to her memory, and um, she was um, she was one of those people who I really enjoyed seeing in things. Um, yeah. She really committed. Uh, a person who also really commits, who is probably my favorite actor in the movie, is the character Luther, played by Detroit's own David Patrick Kelly. <laughs> yes. Who, um, mm-hmm. when we mentioned at work that we saw this movie uh, to a couple of the people about my age and a, a bit older, they all would quote his mm-hmm. "Warriors mm-hmm. come out to play," yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is a thing that he improvised on set. Yes. Uh, Walter Hill just told him, like, just do something creepy mm-hmm. to kind of call them out. And uh, at first, he wanted to like beat together the heads of two dead like pigeons and walter hill was like um less creepy yeah less creepy (laughs) uh we don't have an effects guy to um make uh fake dead pigeons Mm -hmm. and you're not going to use real dead pigeons no so um how about you put these bottles on your fingers and clank them together and Mm -hmm. uh so yeah that uh the most iconic thing is improvised and Mm -hmm. uh we have previously seen him on the podcast Mm -hmm. in the movie commando where he played solly yes i had to let him go he's the one that gets dropped off the cliff remember when i said i was it like i wouldn't kill you i lied i lied (laughs) (laughs) um yeah he was he was really good in this so he they call all the gangs together cyrus who's the one i guess i don't know um played by roger hill who the actor who was supposed to play cyrus didn't show up on set so they just asked roger hill like you think you can do this and it's kind of a, a a big monologue that he has. He does, yeah. And I think he really nails it. Oh, like, no, he sells it 100%. He, he only has one scene, mm-hmm. but I think you kind of buy him as, okay, if there's going to be like some super charismatic guy that can bring together all the major gangs of New York, mm-hmm. it's this guy. Like, he's yeah. really good. And, you know, 
the crowd that he's speaking to, a lot of them were real gang members because they were having such a problem on set mm-hmm. being threatened by gangs and stuff that they were just like, um, maybe we can just have them be in the movie and fill out the scene. And it's kind of neat. We watched, a, a, you and I watched a video on the locations of the oh, Warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the park where this was shot yeah. looks much smaller in it real really life. It does. But I think that they, the fact that they packed it out with so many extras. Mm-hmm. Made it seem so huge. Yeah, it really seemed humongous. So, yeah. uh, you know, props to that guy. He, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think, really nailed it. He did. He did great. Yeah. Um, he also died young, 64 years old in 2014. That's really sad. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah. he he was great. He, like you said, he just has the one scene. He also dies in that scene. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yep. Gets shot by Luther. Yes. Who frames the warriors. Who frames the warriors. Also, like, who's... <laughs> he just points at one of the warriors and is like, he did it. Right. And he's like, I didn't do anything. And then everyone just beats him up and you don't hear anything about what happens to him the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of say like, oh, he's probably got arrested. Right. But it's like, well, <laughs> okay, but what? Okay, I guess. Yeah. It, ugh, anyway. Yeah. It was it was insane. It was totally nuts. But then, you know, he's just kind of like bopping around the movie just being like unhinged, <laughs> which, uh-huh. is, which is fine because he's completely unhinged. His character is completely unhinged. So at the end when he's doing that like warriors, it makes all the sense in the world. I love when they're at the beach at the end. And uh, he's they're like, why'd you do it, man? He's like, I don't know. I just like killing people. And then the <laughs> the people from Cyrus's gang are like standing right there. And they're like, so we know it was you. And he's like, no. no I was, I was that. <laughs> like he's whining like such a little bit. I know. It's so funny. I think the whining just really goes to make his character seem so much more unhinged. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, no, you're just a true sociopath. Oh, yeah. No, he's the worst. Although they never really explain who he's talking to on the phone. Like, I I feel like there's maybe some things that were left out. And and that's fine. Um, The lore of the movie was actually kind of fleshed out uh, about 20 years ago or so. Mm. Uh, Rockstar Games, who makes Grand Theft Auto, um, that series and everything did a prequel video game to mm. the warriors and um uh neglected to get uh, approval Ooh. uh from some of the actors uh to use their likenesses and voices in the game and were subsequently sued that sounds about right yeah so yeah, you gotta uh, do you gotta do that shit yeah mm, yeah yeah oopsie daisy yeah yeah, I, I think um, it's kind of an innovative movie. It's all shot on location, more or less. Mm-hmm. Different places in New York stand in for, you know, other neighborhoods yeah. in New York. And uh, it's all shot at night. Yes. Which is really <laughs> difficult to do. Yes. Um, but I think it looks really beautiful. Uh, a, a thing that we're going to cover... Um, in the next episode, too, is uh, I was not aware of this. Apparently, it is very difficult. Like, you need a very skilled cine- cinematographer 
to effectively shoot black skin and white skin in the same shot, especially at night. Mm -hmm. So I think the cinematography in this is really good. I think everyone looks really good and it isn't Mm -hmm. like some, you know, people are blown out and some people are, you know, too dim. Yeah. I I think it looks really good. I, I, I think the fight scenes are, you know, cheesy, but, you know, decent enough. And, uh, for the budget that it was shot on, you know, it, it's a fine, you know, it, it's it, it's a dumb movie. It's just about, you know, a gang trying to get from the Bronx to Coney Island while all the major gangs in New York and the police are chasing them. And I'm, I'm so sorry. I just I have a hard time taking you seriously every time you say gangs. <laughs> because they just look like a bunch of theater troops. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> the guys who were in the Warriors were, you know, a bunch of, you know, off Broadway like, theater guys. They so all just look like a bunch of guys who are like, "Do you want to come see my improv group?" Yeah. <laughs> they, like they have a fistful of flyers. They're like, "I get like, you can come for free. Get like a dollar off. Come see my, come see my improv troupe." <laughs> we should be do like gangs like. You mean like the Jets and the Shark? No. No. Like real life stuff. Oh. Like we could have a gang of mimes, you know, something like that you would never expect. That there would be an inherent creepiness because of uh, Commedia (laughs) dell'arte, you know, the sinister clown, uh, Pelagio. um, Yeah. You're not wrong. I know. Yeah. I know I'm not wrong. Yeah. What Not greater gangs. theater and clownery is there in the ga- great uh, ball game of bass? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. It kind of makes you wonder why there wasn't like a football gang too. <sighs> Unless that was too like Mad Max. <laughs> it might have been. Also, maybe those costumes were too expensive. Yeah. That might have been it. I changed my uh, my gang. Uh <laughs> 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 yeah yeah we're just gonna be called the road warriors mm-hmm. and we're all gonna be running around in uh sweaty leather cod pieces and football shoulder pads and hockey masks and engineer boots and we're all gonna talk in really bad australian accents oh yeah mm. we're gonna be co- i'm i'm gonna change mine too and we're gonna be called the gore no we're gonna be called the gore blimeys <laughs> i'm gonna call mine the mad maxi pads and we're just gonna wear pants all over <laughs> You win. You win. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Mad Maxi Pants. Did you just come up with that? I did. That's horrific. I know. That's... We're going to be covered in, ma- in uh You're all wearing, and Maxi Pants. You're all wearing masks like Bane. Yeah. <laughs> that are just like. <laughs> just a bunch of tampons across. Like, oh, did you get punched in the mouth? You wish I got punched in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I just have like <laughs> I just have You're like grabbing your boobs. Over, yeah. I don't want to. No, I just, just have like oh. little like <laughs> panty liners over my boobs. <laughs> just as like nipple pasties. It's great. You're welcome. <laughs> I I'm sorry you did not enjoy the Warriors as much as I. Uh, I I got to be honest with you. You enjoyed it about as much as I thought you would. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think you probably enjoyed some of the, um, you know, because usually I do my research 
before the kids wake up, but you've been waking up with the kids. And mm-hmm. so you watch some of the YouTube videos that I watch. And I think you kind of got a kick out of <laughs> looking at these guys, you know, <laughs> 40 years later and going like, oh, yeah, like, that's been interesting. There was a talk show where James Remar was like, oh, let's see if I still fit in the vest. And it's like, it's a little you, snug. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's snug, James. <laughs> like he got it on, but he was like, I can't move my arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't put down my arms. <laughs> can't put my arms now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of funny to think New York for what it is now. <laughs> like, you know, the Lena Dunham, uh, God. Anderson Cooper, Times Square, like New York, like just to think how gritty it was yes. in the 70s. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it was very different. Yeah. Uh, around that time. I wonder in the filming locations how many Starbucks are there nowadays. Oh, Jesus. It's probably, well, I don't know, because it's like Starbucks, but also like, very like boutique coffee shops. Yeah, now. yeah, they're probably all very boutiquey. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And it costs like twenty seven dollars for a coffee, yeah. but it's like a drip coffee, like a pour over. I wonder how many of the locations now of the old shops are now <laughs> five million dollar lofts. Oh God, yeah. about half, I would say. Thank you for watching. The Warriors with me, You're I, um, because we are recording these in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already know that next episode you are getting revenge on me and yes. watching a movie that you know <laughs> full well I am not going to enjoy. Are you ready? Yes. I'm making Mike watch Save the Last Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Julia No Styles. <laughs> Julia No Styles. She learns hip hop. You know about hip hop? I've heard hip hop before. Okay. Okay. This won't be my first time with hip hop. Well, I can't wait to discuss hip hop with you next episode. Exactly. On You Made Me Watch. Yeah.